Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. We've got two major stories, and I'm going to deal with both of them. Obviously, the biggest is Israel and what's happening in Israel. Uh, the horrors of Hamas are now starting to come out. Israeli forces have now had to deal with and have now confirmed that there were dozens of babies and toddlers that were decapitated. We also have now learned that children were murdered in front of their parents by these terrorists like it was a sport. And the knives were left inside of the children as the parents were forced to watch their children bleed out to death while screaming. We now also know the children were set on fire, alive, and burned to death. Some of them in front of their parents and their grandparents. Now, that story is one we have to deal with because the world has to know what Hamas and these terrorists are doing. This also has become a multi-front war. New attacks coming from terrorists from Lebanon and new attacks coming from Syria. The latest numbers we have, well over 1,200 have been killed and 2,700 wounded. Now... There's also another battle that is happening right now, and that is for Speaker of the House. The Speaker of the House battle definitely matters right now because this is about leadership and it needs to be filled quickly, especially with what we're dealing with with Israel. Let me tell you where we are. There were two contenders going into the House conference vote. This is before it gets to the floor of the House. Steve Scalise... And Jim Jordan were the two people that were nominated. 
the two people that were nominated then have different people stand up and, and say great things about them and why they should vote for them. Steve Scalise came out the victor, securing the majority, the GOP nod for the speaker, but has failed to win the 217 vote threshold. Representative Steve Scalise, he did win the Republican nomination for Speaker of the House, but he immediately failed to garner enough support to win on the House floor. The Louisiana congressman secured 223 votes in the conference. His challenger and friend, Representative Jim Jordan, a Republican from Ohio, garnered 99 votes. Eight Republicans voted present on that vote. Scalise has a problem. He now must gain support of the overwhelming number of those who did not back him. Now, we've been told that at least four Republicans, Representative Max Miller from Ohio, Thomas Massey from Kentucky, Chip Roy from Texas, and Lauren Boebert from Colorado have already said they will not support okay, the other guy. They've already said they will support Jordan, Jim Jordan, if he is their nominee on the floor, regardless of Wednesday's outcome. And they say that more expected to go with that mentality. Lauren Boebert said in a tweet, I will be voting for Jim Jordan for the speaker to the speaker of the house on the floor when the vote is called. In conference, Jordan received 99 votes and Scalise won 13. We have a chance to unify the party behind closed doors. But the swamp and K Street lobbyists prevented that, she said in her tweet. Now, the American people, she went on to say, said she said the American people deserve a real change in leadership, not a continuation of the status quo. She said it was stopped. Swamp and K Street lobbyists prevented the Republican Party from coming together. She made it clear that she is not going to vote for Steve Scalise. Now, that means that Steve Scalise, in essence, is in the same exact scenario at this hour that Kevin McCarthy was in hour after hour, vote after vote, when he was trying to become the speaker. Uh, Eventually, people that were voting against him said okay, and they relented on that. Now, additionally, at least one other member Representative Carlos Jimenez, a Republican from Florida, pledged after the conference vote to vote for Speaker Kevin McCarthy on the floor. That takes away another vote that you would desperately need to get the numbers, the the 217, to become the Speaker. Those detracts alone are enough, if you're counting, doing the math, to deny Scalise the nomination on the floor. The minority leader, Hakeem Jeffries, will have 212 Democrats voting unanimously for his nomination to become Speaker of the House on the floor, so that's already locked up for him. Representative Kevin Hearn, a Republican from Oklahoma, said a four-vote is expected to take place, uh, and when they found out they didn't have the votes, well, now we have adjourned. They do not want to go through what happened with Kevin McCarthy in such a public way. Now, Republicans voted to table an amendment to the rules offered by Representative Chip Rory, that Republican from Texas, that would have raised the threshold to nominate a speaker to the 217 votes necessary to win on the floor. However, the challenge to Scalise to gain 217 votes, four votes, did not disappear. 
with the Rory Amendment. Republicans now must decide how they will work out this new problem, quote-unquote. Representative Chip Roy put out a tweet in the afternoon saying, quote, I will not be voting for Steve Scalise on the floor this afternoon. The House GOP should not have called a vote at 3 p.m. after finishing the vote at 1.30 in the conference. This is unacceptable and purposeful. Most Republicans have desired to avoid another debacle that they witnessed in January. That's what K Street in the Swamp says. But with supporters of Jordan and McCarthy entrenched and perhaps others unhappy with the process or harboring other grievances, an immediate four vote seems almost set for a showdown and a rocky path with Republicans making it clear we can hold each other hostage. Now, by rushing the, the vote to the fore without adequate support to win, Scalise seems content to once again hash Republican divisions out on the fore and rely on pressure on his detractors from the mainstream media to eventually secure the nomination. I don't know if that's going to work because the people that have dug in are people that aren't going to be bullied into voting for you. That's why they decided to table the nomination. Now, Representative Jordan hopes a speaker for vote happens, quote unquote, soon, is what he said when he was asked by the media, saying this. We need a speaker, and Steve is the guy for that. Like I said, I have offered to give a nominating speech for him. Jordan said he did not know the latest on the timing for a potential four vote, but said he hoped it would happen soon and that Scalise would make it on the first try. So Jordan, uh, again, did not directly say if he would tell colleagues planning to vote for him for speaker on the floor not to do so. Jordan, who had those 99 votes, Scalise had the 113 votes, uh, is neither of them have what they need. So I, I do like the fact here that Jordan is saying, I want to coalesce and I want to get this right on the first vote. That's why they have at least hit pause at this point. Now, that could change quickly. Behind closed doors, things can change. Now, the latest I've been told from insiders that Scalise so far lacks the votes to win the speakership as his whip team is now trying to win out holdout votes is what we've been told. And, and that could be a problem because these other House GOP members warning of a tough fight ahead for Scalise, basically saying, you guys are picking the wrong guy. This is not going to work. All right, that is your speaker update for you. And now I need to get into what's going on with Israel. But first, I want to tell you about a company that I really want you to check out called Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, they have been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. They offer you dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the leftist agenda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, our veterans, and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, making switching easy. You get to keep your same cell phone number, keep your same phone that you have right now, keep your same phone, or upgrade to a new one, and their team will help you find the best plan for your needs and save you real money. You got a small business? They can cover all that as well. All you need to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash ferguson. 
PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the promo code Ferguson. Join me and make the switch today and protect our values and stand for them with every phone call. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. Now, I want to go back to the story. There are quite a few members of the Democratic Party that are standing with the Palestinians, standing with Hamas, standing with the terrorist organization. Rashid Tlaib has the Palestinian flag outside of her office. Other members of the squad are backing the Palestinians. There are members in the media right now that are apologists for Hamas, for Hezbollah, and for the Palestinians. All of these things are a a problem. Now, let me tell you what we now know from the carnage that's been left behind by these terrorists. Hamas terrorists are said to have had their knives inside of some Israeli children and to have murdered some in front of their parents for sport while they watched. That is part of the radical Islamic group's terror attack on Israel. It has now left at least 1,200 people dead and more than 3,000 wounded. The Israeli Times is now reporting And they have pictures that they have also taken that there is evidence that these children were slain in front of their parents. Knives were found left in some of the children. I know this is hard for many of you to hear, and I'm not I want to make this clear. I'm not trying to sensationalize this, but it's important that people understand what Israel is up against. Bodies are still being taken out of kibbutz. That is a neighborhood where there were quite a few Jewish families that were slaughtered. That's where the infants were beheaded. The bodies that are being taken out, those in the Jewish community are saying this will be, they will be remembered as a symbol of Hamas and their massacre, just like Auschwitz is a symbol of the Holocaust. These new gruesome reports come after a spokesman for the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu confirmed to CNN on Wednesday that the babies and the toddlers were discovered with their heads decapitated in southern Israel in the wake of the Hamas attack. This also comes after CNN correspondent Nick Roberts spoke of similar horrors with host Anderson Cooper on Tuesday evening telling his colleague about what he saw there and how horrific it actually was. Now what's even more shocking is there are some in the media that are doing their jobs. What I'm about to play for you is from CNN. And I will say this, I am glad that there are at least some people at CNN that are willing to do their jobs to tell the American people and the world what they're seeing and what's happening. Listen to this from CNN. Some really uh, disturbing new information uh, out of Israel. The Israeli prime minister spokesman just confirmed babies and toddlers were found with their heads decapitated in Kafar Aza in southern Israel after Hamas attacks in the kibbutz over the weekend. That has been confirmed um, by the prime minister's office. Let us go now to CNN's Adas Gold in Jerusalem. This news is beyond devastating and for the families listening, for the people of Israel, for anyone that is a, a parent um, and who loves children. I don't know how they get through this, but this this kind of thing and the way that this has happened has really changed any possibility of 
a relationship, uh, a peace accord between Israel and Gaza and Hamas. I mean, how can you when you're yeah. dealing with people who would do such atrocities to children, to babies, to toddlers? We knew that children and babies and toddlers had been killed. We knew that they had been abducted. We knew that they had seen their parents killed before their eyes and left by themselves in the middle of nowhere or in their houses to be hopefully rescued by a neighbor. But now we're hearing that it's even worse than we could have imagined. Now, we had been hearing reports that this had happened. But now we are getting this confirmed directly from the Israeli Prime Minister's office that babies and toddlers did have their heads decapitated by these terrorists when they came into Kfar Aza. This is a small kibbutz uh, near the northern part of the Gaza Strip. It's part of that, you know, envelope of communities that have sit right on the border right there. The Israeli Prime Minister's office has not given any sort of number on the number of children that this happened to. but. I mean, when any Israeli hears about, you know, innocent lives like this being taken in such a brutal fashion, this is why I think we're hearing the rhetoric from the Israeli military and from the Israeli government, the likes of which I have never heard before. And that's why I think whatever the Israeli military is planning to do in Gaza, it's going to be, again, the likes of which we have never seen before because Israel... I mean, has never experienced anything like this literally since the days of the Holocaust. And that's why you hear so many people refer to the days of the Holocaust. This is bringing, obviously, a lot of sadness and shock to Israelis, but also a lot of anger. Absolutely. And I just want to let people know what you're looking at. You're looking at video from Tuesday. We've been looking at video from that kibbutz where um, the Israeli prime minister's office now says that they discovered um, toddlers and babies with their heads decapitated. We also saw there was a crib turned over. Uh, Hamas today uh, is denying this. They're saying that they are false media reports and that they uh, strongly dismissed the claims um, by what they said Western media outlets. This is now coming from the prime minister office. We are looking at body bags there. Uh, there were so many people killed in that kibbutz in particular, and this news is absolutely devastating to hear uh, the confirmation of the decapitated children. Do you have any sense of whether or not the families have been told there are so many people that have died, but there are family members waiting to understand what happened at these kibbutzes? Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of families out there that are still waiting for information about their loved ones. The Israeli government has set up uh, sort of central command centers where people can come and try to get more information. And, you know, uh, the unfortunate reality of what's happening now is they're also being requested to bring DNA samples of their loved ones to hopefully be able to match them with remains or potentially if they were hostages. But there are still people out there who do not know what has happened to their loved ones, do not know if they were killed or if they were taken or what the status of, the, of their situation is. Now, uh, back to that Hamas statement, I, f I find it, you know, kind of unbelievable because they also said uh, they deny that Palestinian freedom fighters were killing children and targeting civilians. When we literally have video right. of these guys, of these militants, of these terrorists doing that, doing exactly what they say they're not doing to civilians yeah. and to children. And they probably have obviously have um, proof of this. There is video of so much of what happened and the terror that unfolded there. I, I will give credit to CNN for actually delivering the news and calling out Hamas and their lies and their propaganda and, and making it clear to the audience that there's not an either or here. There's not a both sides here. 
I'm glad to see this is happening because when you have atrocities like this, there should not be anyone that is both sidesing it. Now, there are members of Congress that are doing that, to be clear. There are members of Congress that are, are not willing to call this out for what it is. You have a president of the United States of America that refuses to call this out for what it is when it comes to the money he's sending to Iran that Iran is then immediately using to, to, to fund these types of things. This is a 9-11 that is so barbaric, it is, it is very much like the Holocaust. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. In Israel, many people may not realize everyone serves. Women in Israel, because they understand what it takes to survive in the Middle East and how important it is that women can protect and defend themselves, a 25-year-old Israeli woman kills five terrorists and leads them to save her family and friends in her neighborhood from Hamas. That's right. This is incredible. As A young Israeli woman being hailed as a hero after her early action helped to save an entire neighborhood from being brutally killed by Hamas terrorists. The security coordinator of the Kibbutz Naram since 2022 is a woman. Now, this is like a neighborhood, an area, is, uh, when you understand what I'm saying, the Kibbutz, it's a neighborhood area. It's where people live. She is now being credited with leading a group of residents to kill more than two dozen incoming terrorists, as well as killing five terrorists herself. I love this woman. Lieberman is the woman's name. Reportedly heard explosions early Saturday morning when Hamas launched its horrific terrorist attack on Israel. She quickly assessed that the sounds were different from the usual rocket attacks on her neighborhood. The kibbutz, which is situated near... Uh, that it's very close to Gaza Strip. Lieberman then rushed to open the armory. Then she passed out guns to a 12-member security team and planned their response to the imminent Hamas attack that they figured was coming. 
She placed her squad in strategic positions across a settlement. I mean, imagine your neighborhood. And this is the reason why I, I say to women all the time that say they're afraid of, of a gun or I don't want to shoot a gun or I don't want to hold a gun or I don't want to carry a gun or whatever it may be. You can do it. Once you learn how, you will feel emboldened and empowered to protect and defend yourself, your home, your family. In Israel, every woman knows how to shoot a gun. Every woman understands how to defend herself. Every woman there becomes so comfortable with firearms that this is not something that's scary to them. And guess what? She saved the lives of countless people, including the infant babies who were beheaded in other parts. She placed her squad in these strategic positions across the settlement and set up, quote, ambush areas to catch the gunmen off guard. Then they turned the tables on them during their mission to inflict mass casualties. Lieberman killed five terrorists on her own, while her security team took out at least 20 more over a period of four hours. Together, they turned the Niram into an impenetrable fortress. This is their neighborhood, y'all. We're talking about a neighborhood. And in this neighborhood, it looks exactly like the neighborhoods that you live in. It's unbelievable. Now, while the nearby areas around them suffered heavy losses, this woman, because of her leadership and because of her security team in her neighborhood, were able to save countless lives and future generations. In comments, the news outlets in Israel, the cultural coordinator at Niram said Liederman's leadership was amazing and that her husband was part of the standby unit that worked to prevent more casualties. So her husband's there, and the husband's not saying, stay inside and don't do anything. The husband's saying, you're trained, you know what you can do and what you should be doing. Let's go do this and save our families. They heard the shots and made contact on their own with other members of the standby unit and with Imbal, the other neighborhood. And they understood that they were told to be on standby. But Imbal made a decision not to wait and jumped operationally. In fact, the fact that they did is it early prevented dozens and dozens of casualties. Social media posts from LITV Israel contended Lieberman received the Israeli prize when it's all over, which is the highest cultural honor you can give. The story of her heroism is a story that will enter the Israeli myths myth for generation, the post read. And Ball is the reason that there is one kibbutz in the entire surrounding area that remains unscathed. Hamas launched a terror attack on Israel early Saturday and thus far has killed more than 1,100, has injured more than 3,400 people, according to the latest reports overnight. The attack occurred on the Jewish holiday, the last festival of the High Holy Day cycle. More than 100 Israelis were also kidnapped and taken to Gaza, including women, children, and the elderly, many of whom were abused during their abductions. The Palestinian terror attack against Israel has been referred to as the worst massacre of Jews since the Holocaust, based on the numbers so far. In response to the attack, the Israeli Air Force has now struck at least a 1,000 terror targets in Gaza. Israel has also mobilized 300,000 reservists in the past 48 hours, meaning this thing is far from over, as its forces continue to strike against Hamas terror targets in Gaza. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan confirmed during a White House press conference that at least 20 Americans are unaccounted for in Israel and believed to be held hostage. He also confirmed that the number of Americans killed has risen to 14. They are expecting that number to rise even more. 
While the this is going on in Israel, let me tell you about the dummies in America. Black Lives Matter supports Hamas amid the terror attack on Israel. And college campuses are now standing with Hamas, including 22 student organizations at Harvard. This is why you don't send your kid to Harvard. 22 different student organizations have come together with a statement blaming Israel for the terrorist attack on Israel. Black Lives Matter, same organization that everybody bowed down to, including every major sports team, gave them billions of dollars in free advertising after they had torched our cities. Never forget that. They torched our cities. They danced on top of police cars and burned out police stations. Black Lives Matter, that same woke group that you're supposed to be all in favor of, and if you're not, you're a racist, has now said that they will stand side by side and must not be condoned the acts of Hamas. They referred to it after they're the ones attacked and are beheading infant children that they said it was a desperate act of self-defense by Hamas. Black Lives Matter grassroots organizations are now showing up to support the Palestinian militant group Hamas and saying it's time for us to stand on college campuses as well. If you're an American citizen, you're on notice now, folks. You're screwed. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER A Florida, by the way, representative, Corey Mills, we have just found out, went to Israel and ran rescue operations which have secured 32 Americans. This is a congressman. The State Department hasn't done, from what we understand, jack crap. The president hasn't done jack crap. This Florida representative, Corey Mills, went on TV after doing this to let people know that America did not act the way we should have acted. Listen to this carefully. Congressman Corey Mills, he is working to get Americans out of Israel every minute, that is. Um, and we understand that you helped rescue 32 Americans from Israel today. Can you tell us about those efforts? Well, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, it's unfortunate that I won't be able to share too many of the details. We're still running operations at this time. There's still a lot of Americans that are trying to get out, uh, many who've uh, Flights have been canceled or they've actually been stuck into uh, an area that is no longer creating a permissible environment. Uh, so myself, I went in and uh, was was very thankful to be able to get uh, for the second time, by the way, I'll just add helping the Biden administration who has failed to do their job. The first time I did it was in 2021 when I conducted the very first successful overland rescue of Americans. But here it is the second time doing the Biden administration's work because they have no plan. They have no strategy. 
to get these Americans out who are trapped in these church groups that have been left behind. You know, I just want to point out one thing. You know, the Biden administration continues to want to do these lids, but I think it's about time that the American people put a lid on the disastrous administration that continues to fail in their plan and strategy to be able to, you know, get Americans out or to uh, take into account the foreign policy phobe uh, that they actually create that actually leads to these types of incidents. Uh, Congressman Aisha Husty, who is our congressional correspondent, you know her well, is reporting that she's got sources in the Senate telling her that there's a plan to potentially using charter aircraft, get some 16,000 Americans out of Israel. Uh, That operation might begin sometime in the next 48 hours. What do you know about that? Well, I haven't heard too much on the actual uh, operation itself, but I do know that the minute that you start seeing a potential counteroffensive or you start seeing General Secretary Hassan Nasrallah from Hezbollah kick in or you see uh, other proxy militia groups that are headed up by people like Haidi al-Amri or Qais Ghazali out of Iraq and Syria, uh, that could definitely put a damper on things, especially if they start taking any type of indirect fire uh, onto that runway, which would potentially, you know, cause the aircraft to be able to either one, uh, do an evasive maneuver or two, cancel the, uh, flight path in its entirety. So, uh, I hope that they can get in. I hope we can get as many Americans out as possible. And I hope that we don't see a repeat of what happened in 2021 in Afghanistan where Americans were left behind and abandoned by this administration. It is amazing that you have a congressman. And I, I want to be clear. I think Corey Mills is a leader. He's a hero when it comes to these types of things. He didn't wait. He didn't send an email to the administration and wait days for them to get back on no plan at all. He just went straight to Israel as fast as he could get there and said, here it is the second time I'm doing the Biden administration's work because they have no plan. They have no strategy. They have no strategy to get Americans out. I love doers like this. Get over there and secure these Americans and get them out. There was many church groups that were in Israel when this happened. Elderly people going on a pilgrimage. And he said, I'm going right now and I'm going to get you out. He's not the only hero, by the way. Make sure you share a podcast everywhere, please, on social media. Make sure everyone hears what's happening. I will keep you updated on all of this. That I can promise you. And I will see you back here tomorrow. Pray for the people of Israel, please. And for the families that have lost their loved ones and for these Americans being held hostage and that are unaccounted for. See you tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.